Hello and welcome to Things Worth Celebrating, the new show with only good news. I'm your first host, Colton Pratt. And I'm your second news anchor, Katie Pratt. I thought we were yeah. calling ourselves anchors. You're right, you're right, you're right. We're news anchors. Uh, and we are so happy to be here, right, Katie? I am so, so happy to be here. We're so happy to be to be I telling you be about all stoked. the good news. Uh, be your anchors for the week. Uh, we invite you to set aside just you worries about the world, you know, because we acknowledge that bad news is something you have to acknowledge existing. But, but not for this 20 minutes. This 20 minutes can just be a chill time to like the good things that are happening. All righty. So, uh, Katie, I have I have a question to get us started off this week. All right. Please tell me. Uh, and this this is this is a good question. OK. OK. You see a man. Uh-huh. He is standing triumphantly. Yep. Uh, his underarms are just absolutely drenched. So but you. The rest of him is dry. You. Without speaking it's to Colton. him. It's Colton. It's Colton. Without, without speaking to him, what do you think this man has just accomplished? You may ask me, the dungeon master, further questions if you want. Can I roll for perception? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, just a sec. I was going to say, I have a dice like right next to you. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Want to roll for perception? Mm-hmm. Ten. He has drenched underarms. Okay. He seems triumphant. I'm not allowed to speak to him? You can know, but you can ask me. I'll tell you some further questions. Um, can I try to like motion at this sweaty man? Kind of like point, uh, and make an inquisitive face. You can point, and make an inquisitive face. Uh, uh, he just kind of waves at you. Okay. Um, notice this: only his underarms are drenched. So you assume sweat, but it could be Probably anything. Probably is just washing his pits. That's okay. You have you ask me one yes or no question. I want you to try and figure out. Is he out. washing his pits? No, kind of. <laughs> he said yes or no question. <laughs> I asked you yes or no question, and then you said neither yes nor no. No, because so here, here's the thing. He wasn't like, by a byproduct of what he accomplished, his pits are now cleaner. It was not that he accomplished washing his pits, but because of what he accomplished, his pits are now cleaner. Okay, he took a shower and no. then dried every other area except his armpits. That's a good good guess, but I'll tell you... Um, uh, I'll tell you this man that you were seeing from a distance. His name is David Rush, uh, and he just recently broke a Guinness World Record by popping twenty six water balloons in an ar- in his armpit in one minute. Whoa, that's not very many. Seems so easy. The, I think I could I, do that. Someone get me some balloons and let me go at it because I feel like I could do that for sure. Like on my document, I was it document. just one pit or can he do like chicken wings and do both? Uh. He has very wet pits on under both in the image, so I assume both, unless he had like a failed attempt with his left arm and decided to try to switch it to his right arm. I feel like um, it'd be faster with one pit. You might do like do like the uh, old farting strategy, mm-hmm. just reloading reloading exactly. water balloons up in your pit. It does not seem hard, right? No, it doesn't seem that hard. It, I, it's it's weird to me that that this is a thing. Uh, but David Rush, he has broken nearly two hundred and fifty Guinness yeah, World Records. He just makes them up. Can you guess why he's why he's breaking 250 Guinness World Records? Because it's going to be the Guinness World Record for most Guinness World Records held. No, he's doing it to promote STEM education. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I take back what I said. Yeah. Um, he also said that he first attempted this world record in 2019. So maybe it's harder than we think. But well, I he had really to train feel like for what three years? Yeah. To try it again. Uh, 
Okay. Oh, so he first attempted in 2019, but his run of 25 balloons popped, failed to beat the record of 16 because several were disqualified for various violations of the guidelines. What is the viol- What are the guidelines for popping balloons under your armpit? Uh, one one second. Okay, you're gonna I up. will tell you the answer for what the guidelines for <laughs> popping the blue. Like what? It, what could possibly be the guidelines for popping the the b- water balloons on your armpit? I can't think of any that like they have to pop. Well, obviously, you yeah. can't pop them with your fingers. I, that could be one. Like you can't just put it under there and squeeze. I mean, yeah, objectively, um, Guinness World Records uh, is known for being like very, very like strict. Yes, about I know certain things. So it's possible that like we lost sight of this balloon for a minute in the video. So we can't tell if you actually popped it or not or something like that. Right. Um, uh, I'm going to click this and read. I'm, I'm clicking as if I'm about to apply to a, to break the water balloon record. Okay. Oh, it's making me log in. Never mind. I think it's probably just <laughs> Guinness being buttholes. Yeah. Guinness, <laughs> Guinness is really hard to get into. Guinness is just... uh. Really hard. It still took multiple attempts and was nowhere near as easy as expected. But I broke the record by being 26 I do not believe him. I think it's as easy as I expect. I think it's easier. I feel like if you just, you know, do it, you'll do it. Like I feel like I I literally think I could beat it. Guinness, hit me up. In in a minute of so much time to pop 27 water Less than one per two seconds. Yeah, exactly. If you pop one like every other second, I could do one a second. I could get sixty Guinness. But maybe, maybe you can, you have to do all the like loading and stuff because it was probably, a two man operation. I was expecting to have to do that. I could just. It was a two man operation. I bet you and I can get sixty. No oh, problem. For sure, I, but I don't think I it's load, a two man operation. I, load I think it's armpit. a one man. I load to your armpit. You pop. We just, Wait, who do you think has more powerful armpits? I think you do. Okay, that's fair. I just think I just think you'd be good at this. It seems like it's right up your alley. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Thank you also, very much. There's also the the measure of the ideal fullness for the water balloon. Because right, you got to get too, it full. But if it's too empty, it'll just bend under your armpit's weight. Yeah. If it's too full, it'll pop before you get there because of the speed at which you're handling. Okay, that will pop okay. the balloon. So you got to get the, just the pop, well, What if I hide a tack in my armpit? Maybe that's why Giddis disqualified him. Yeah, because hey, he had it looks a tack. Like you had a tack. It looks like you have sharp pits. Got sharp pits, not sharp, uh, not armpits. Um, looks like looks like we can't qualify this. Your armpits are just sh- so pointy. See, this doesn't seem like a fair competition because some people are just naturally born with pointy yeah, no, armpit it's, hair. It, it's not a it's not a Guinness World Record for who can pop the most water balloons under their arms. It's the Guinness World Record for who has the sharpest pits. Yeah, like if I just use some hair gel in my armpit hair, hair gel in my armpit hair to make it like stiff and pointy. Mm-hmm. I could wreck this record. I think like, that Guinness would probably check your pit hairs before or make you shave clean. You think you think I'd do smooth as a baby's bottom situation? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then they oil all the balloons so they're hard to hold. They're greased. You think so? I do. I I don't know if I agree with you on that, but um we can see. I just I am going to go see how long is David Pitts. A three minute and thirty five second video of him destroying this water balloon record Are is you on his. His name is David Pitts. David Rush. Oh my gosh! You said David oh. Pitts, and I was like, "That's so fitting." Part of the reason he got disqualified is he had to measure each of the balloons to make sure that they're the correct diameter. 
Wait, the so tw- did he have to do that during his minute or was it? No, 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 no. So all his balloons had to be pre-measured to be the okay, correct Okay, well, then length. that makes it easier. Then we could find the optimal measurement. Uh, yeah, so, no, but he, they, I'm assuming they're probably set. He has to be between this size and this size. I would assume so that has, also, but that's probably out of those, that of range, we could find the ideal one and then we get to measure. It's not a guessing game. Hey, Katie. Yeah? David Rush just got on a ladder, hooked his ankles in, and is now hanging upside down before this water balloon pop t- attempt. He's dangling by his feet during this attempt. Does he have to be upside down? Because that makes it a lot harder. It does not say that. does not say that at all. I don't know why you would need to be upside down. But he... Oh, maybe because you can just set the water balloon in your armpit that way. Okay. That doesn't seem easier. I think I think this way is easier. Okay. I've also watched... So far, he's take, he's attempted five, and he's messed up three. We yeah, could do he's this. he's upside down. Dude, flip back over. Yeah, one popped in his hand before he got to his armpit, and two just shot out of his armpit. It didn't stay in there. Yeah, so that's because um, he's upside down. He'd get a good grip on it if he was right three, side up. Four, he missed. Popped another one. Five, he missed. <laughs> he's mad at this. We could 100% beat David Rush's record. Well, that's we what we're celebrating. David is- Rush's armpits for 10 minutes now. Do you want to move on? No, here's the thing. I think that what I'm going to actually be celebrating is not the fact that he broke this record. I'm going to be celebrating the fact that I now have this world record for most right, water balloons. You can literally pop. do that. If this yeah. podcast gets 100 shares. Yeah, literally. I'll, I'll break a record. That, that'd be dope. I'd actually love doing that. Moving on to the next thing. Okay. And I picked this one for a very specific reason. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you the rundown of what, this, what happened in the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, at the Columbus Zoo or the Ohio Zoo, sorry. The Ohio Zoo? What's an Ohio Zoo? It's, it just says uh, the Cleveland Metro Parks Zoo. That's not the Ohio Zoo. That's the Cleveland Zoo. Yeah, it just says an Ohio Zoo. So I, I thought it was the oh, Columbus okay. Zoo, but it wasn't. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland nice. Metro Parks Zoo, uh, during the day, one of their wild wolves escaped and was out and about in the park. What? Which is crazy. Uh the four-year-old wolf, whose name is Sarah, aww, aww. Uh, escaped from an enclosure Monday morning uh, and was wandering loose in a public area before being safely captured about five minutes later. So nothing bad happened, but I just wanted to read the um, title of the story, okay? Okay, let's hear it. Wolf briefly escapes enclosure at Ohio Zoo. Briefly, any amount of time that a wolf is out of its enclosure should not be downplayed. It's no, just, yeah. just wolf. Briefly, it's not a briefly big deal. Just a wolf. You should definitely figure I mean, out how the heck Sarah got minutes. out. She, like, she should have had a little bit longer to explore. You, you should have figured out how the heck Sarah got out. Like, what, what did Sarah gave do? gave her such a human name? Yeah, that's also. I don't like when animals do that. When zoos and stuff do that, where it's like, this is John. Your dog is named Lucy, Colton. Okay, but my other dog is That is named, a human name. No one. I don't know a single Lucy. I do know Sarah's. You know, I love Lucy. I've heard of it. What is that? A TV show about Lucy. I've never watched it. Have you seen the scene where they're throwing a bunch of things on a conveyor belt up into the air? A lot of sitcoms have replicated scenes from I Love That's Lucy. That's from I Love Lucy? Yeah. Oh, I know that freaking... <laughs> I know freaking Drake and Josh replicated that. Right, yeah. A bunch uh, of TV shows have replicated it because I Love Lucy was so popular. Also, it was filmed in front of a live audience, so a lot of the like funny stuff was like one take. It was awesome. And evidently, uh, she was very funny. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen clips of it, and I, I appreciate her. I mean, yeah, she probably, she's probably pretty funny. She's a comedian, so that makes sense. 
Um, Katie, I have something else to tell you about Sarah the Escaped Wolf. So Chris okay. Kuhar, uh, who's an, who what? is the executive Chris Kuhar. Kuhar, okay. Who is the executive director of the Cleveland Metro Parks Zoo, said okay. Sarah was not in the usual wolf habitat when she escaped. That make that's that's actually comforting because that means that the other wolves won't figure out how to get out. No, what it makes me think is that Sarah at some point escaped from her enclosure, was in second location for a while, and then escaped to the public so that no. they could say. I think that they took Sarah, like, good little puppy, took her to a second location where she's like, haha, suckers, this place is not secure. Uh, no, sorry. They were in an off-exhibit area. That's what I said. Yeah, but that means that they, all the wolves were in this area. Right, the and Sarah's had- the smartest one. Sarah was the only escapee. She, no one was harmed, so Sarah's just a sweet little girl. I but love I her. feel like any amount of time that a animal is not in his enclosure at the zoo is the most terrifying time to be at that zoo. Like I would agree. The fact that the instruction says uh, briefly escapes <laughs> makes me feel like <laughs> the, the, what kind of person wrote that, that? I mean, I guess it's better than saying like wolf escaped because then everyone's going to be on the lookout for a wolf. Remember when all those animals escaped in, like, Zanesville? Just, uh, temporarily. Like, like, 2010? What? Wolf temporarily escapes jail. <laughs> no, yeah, no, these animals did not temporarily escape. They escaped, escaped in, like, 2010. No, I'm saying the new title for this for this new story. Oh. Uh, but I like way, briefly. I think that's funnier. I do think it's pretty funny. By the way, both of these stories today both come from UPI, and they are both written by Ben Hooper. Well, good job, Ben, for making it twice on the podcast. No, freaking Ben Hooper writes so many of these stories. It's great. I love Ben Hooper. But he, also, he is my man. How is that good news that Sarah that good briefly news? escaped? She's, she's caught. No one was hurt. And it was basically just a cute puppy moment. Okay. And then how was popping your popping your water balloons in your armpits a, a good good news? Well, we discussed this on the first, second episode that we do happy news. We do happy news oh, and then one good okay. news. Because most really good news is like, like school child saves up money to pay for ca- um, grandma's cancer treatment, and that's that's sad. Still, yeah, it's good, but it's sad that okay, that's a thing so we, that has we to had happen. funny news. I guess we do happy news, and the last story of every week is good news. Genuinely, okay, good let's news. hear the good news. Here it is. You ready? Yes. Uh, this one comes from thegoodnewsnetwork.org. dot org. Oh, and well, it I like was, that. It's it was written by Andy Corbley. Okay. Um, and here's the headline. It's great. It's huge. Ordinary plastic turned into diamond via laser beam in the blink what? of an eye. Fun so, fact, I convinced a couple of little kids that my name was laser beam. And then they went a whole summer <laughs> calling me laser beam. Wait, what? I've, I convinced these two little kids that my name was laser beam. Actually, I ended up convincing four little kids, but I never saw two of them again. <laughs> that your name was laser beam? Yeah. Why? Because they didn't, they were like, what's your name? And I'm like, laser beam. And they're like, no, it's not. And I said, yes, it is. And so eventually I got them convinced. And then we met these two other kids. And I was like, hi, my name's laser beam. And then they were like, no, it's not. And the two other kids I was with were like, yes, it is. It's her name is laser beam. But Katie, I understand the mechanics of how you would trick children. Yeah. But why? (laughs) I just thought it was funny. I don't know. (laughs) You're, you're an age of chaos, just like Sarah the I know, Wolf. Literally, it was like a whole summer. And then they they were like my friend's nieces. So they always, they would like, um, 
always ask if laser beam was going to come hang out i mean i mean that's yeah i mean that's cool um the, those same nieces called me bear toes so i just got insulted you got a cool name and i got insulted bear toes uh, but it's fine uh katie yes colton i want to tell you more about this about this plastic to diamonds thing okay please it's, tell me it'll decrease the, the price of probably diamonds. my favorite part what the laser beam is probably my favorite part. Oh, yeah, it's cool. But they're also now, because of it, they're going to use diamonds for their thermal conductivity and electrical insulation purposes. Oh. So because because they can just make them so fast and so efficiently, they're mm-hmm. going to be recycling more water bottles because it uses the plastic from a water bottle mm-hmm. to create diamonds that can be used in everyday applications that's instead awesome. of being an incredibly, incredibly expensive rock that's actually not that rare. That's so um, cool. Which I really appreciate that because I have I don't like diamonds in general. I have beef with diamonds. Um, they're not that cool, and they're so expensive artificially. And making them cheaper and out of laser beams is very cool. That is very cool, and v- very much like that is the exact kind of thing where I'm like, if someone disses synthetic diamonds, I'm like, mine was hit with a laser beam. Yeah, you can you can do whatever thing you want. Ever. Yeah, you can say what you want. I I have a laser beam rock, um, so yeah, you can you can suck it. Uh, Katie, do you have anything else to say about laser beam rocks? No, other than that, I appreciate the innovation. Laser beams should be used in more things. Uh oh, this breakthrough also has implications for planetary science. Oh, cool! The researcher who managed this philosopher's stone-like transformation mm-hmm. said it sheds light on what goes on inside the ice giants neptune and uranus <laughs> don't laugh at uranus <laughs> katie it, it knows what goes on inside uranus yeah it knows it knows about the intense pressure and heat <laughs> that happens on uranus. uranus all right katie that's all <laughs> for the stories this week uh katie tell me something that's worth celebrating to you uranus oh my goodness Okay, what do you know about Uranus? I literally know nothing about Uranus. Just, <laughs> I, I just think it's funny. <laughs> just has a cool name. Yeah. Uh, that's funny, Katie. Uh, well, okay, can I tell you what I think is worth celebrating? It's round. Plump. I think, um, I think that college we're celebrating because I'm finally back on campus. I'm enjoying life. Good, uh, Carl. I'm vibing. Did you get Chick-fil-A? Uh, I'm going to as soon as we finish recording right now. I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A for dinner. Yummy. I don't have any food here and I'm all by myself. I'm sorry. It's okay. I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich for lunch. Just enjoy yourself celebrating Uranus and have a great time. Oh, I have really cheap frozen pizza that I'm going to try. And if it's bad, I'm going to put a bunch of red hot chili peppers on it (laughs) and then ranch and then kind of roll it into a pizza burrito. Katie, that's such a great idea. (laughs) You You should do that even if it's good. That's fair. Just make a giant pizza burrito. I'm going to do garlic butter. Yeah. I said red hot chili peppers like the band. I meant red pepper flakes. Okay. Parmesan. Yep. If we have some sort of Italian seasoning, I'll put a little bit of that on there. Yeah. And then I'm going to roll it into a sort of burrito shape. And eat it like a, a, a giant, like, who's just discovered pizzas for the first time. Right. And it's just guessing at how okay. to hold it. This doesn't seem right, but it it, it, it works. Yeah. Th- if I hold it, like, it flops. 
You can't. It it's couldn't. Like a, it can't just be holding. It's taquito. Yeah, it's just a taquito. All right. Thank you guys all so much for listening to things we're celebrating. We greatly appreciate you. Uh, follow. Look up our website. I just revamped it. It's great. I did a bunch of work on it today. Like I spent oh, like cool. literally four hours just making it better. Um, so class? go look at the website. That's prattpodcast.com. Leave us a review. We'll thank you. We'll celebrate you if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we that would really help us grow. And we'd appreciate that. Uh, that's everything for us. Uh, see you next week. There's always something to celebrate. Goodbye. Goodbye.